Welcome to another benefit of the Dowd Podcast. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Cliff Thomas, who's going to be doing a lot more cliffing than uh, than a yeah. lot of uh, Dowding Thomas's this episode. So, Cliff, how are you doing this evening? I'm feeling good. I'm in my uh, studio that's slowly evolving. I, you know, yes. If, if you watched the previous few videos, you'll notice that. Uh, I'm not where I used to be, not in that space. I don't have a green. Well, technically, I have the green screen. I just don't have to use it anymore. Right. Uh, That's nice. exciting. It is. And, uh, you know, behind me here, if I move my mic, maybe. Let's see. I have a, I have a well, that doesn't work well. But, but yeah, behind me, I've got some lights <laughs> and I've got some some old Macs. Yeah. Uh, and some some phones uh, that are sort of historical. I've got. T-Mobile G1. I've got a Palm Pre and Illumina, Lum, uh, Lumia 1020. That is cool. I yeah. like. It. And those are those are the boxes or the phones in the boxes. Boxes. Well, you know what? I don't know if my Pre is in the box. I think it is. Okay. But yeah. that Pre, the innards of that are actually in my Pre too, <laughs> or parts oh. of it. Oh, that's right. You did the Franken Pre, didn't? Or you had? I or, did. I had it, to. It was, was did you do it or did Ryan do it? Did, Ryan. Did Ryan, Ryan did it. Did it? live yeah. on, a, on a video broadcast so yeah there's definitely a lot but i i'm pretty shout out to with... ryan st andrew yeah but anyway yeah uh cool so yeah i i'm i'm enjoying it i'm, I'm kind of i'm kind of still in in the process of getting it uh exactly where i want it but i i think i'm sure. just about there i just threw up some more acoustic foam and that's been the project really from me for me for the last like month and a half um yeah and uh Took you know, me took me three years so yeah, yeah. uh yeah so take your time there buddy uh it's gonna be uh it, it can be an evolving process and that's one of the nice things about having like a background like this is you know it can it can evolve and it can move right you. Exactly. um you know i've got i just added an on-air sign um which i had for a while but uh then that got broken so i had to get another one off of timu so maybe i'll put a link in the show notes to that if you if anybody yeah. else wants one but uh but yeah so it's uh it, it's fun and I, I i it's been fun watching you evolve your space because you know you've shown you've shown me pictures like and stuff right, right. on the uh on the um on the you know off air um, and then it, so that's gonna be yeah it's been interesting because i've been you know trying to do it on a budget and uh so I Sure. I thought, oh, good. A train. Woo woo. I, you know, uh, if, if you guys are listening to this through headphones, there it is again. You'll yeah. also hear that I'm a, I have a, a background accompaniment of crickets, uh, which is yeah. kind of funny yeah. as well. And there's the train that comes through every time I podcast for some reason. I don't know why. Actually, it's not nearly right. as bad as it used to be. But yeah, it, it, that was a, that's been a running joke for about 10 years on various podcasts that I've been on. So welcome back yep. train. The best one I had was when the guy would do the, there was an engineer that would, would actually do shaving a haircut with the horn, which was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm actually just kind of waiting for like, I don't want to see a jumping train. Thanks. That's very bad. No, no, that would be uh that would be uh probably less than ideal but uh cool congratulations on the new space and it's fun that you don't have to kick your cat out of the uh, room every time we want a podcast anymore and uh you know your wife and daughter can actually move about the house while you're right while exactly. you're podcasting which i mean i know my family would appreciate it if i could get like a little uh uh man shed or something like that uh was what do they call those for men Men-tons. i know they call it she shed well she yeah shed. but 
Yeah, she shed, but you've got like this a is my shed. man cave slash studio slash office space. It's good. It's mm-hmm. a very uh, it's multifunctional, multi-purpose room is, is is really what it comes down to. But uh, yeah, you know what? It's funny. Yeah, we can actually talk about this today for just a minute because and I I will be doing a uh, a patron video. Uh, That's right, I, patron I little, exclusive, baby. Exactly. I, I'll just <laughs> give you a little bit of a tour, which is <laughs> just pretty easy because I think this. Uh, it won't be very long because this this uh, shed is like twelve by twenty. I think it's not very. Well, that's big. fine. It doesn't have oh, yeah. to be long. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm just not not I'm not even going to mention that or respond. Right, to that. <laughs> right. I I appreciate that. It came out wrong. Uh, but uh, someone probably got to laugh. But yeah, so I put up a. Uh, I don't know. Do I have a pit? It doesn't really matter. But I there these uh, one foot by one foot square adhesive back pieces of acoustic foam which yeah. should uh in theory make this a, a better um more audio friendly video friendly in terms of the audio quality except of course for trains and crickets so yeah not much i can do about that i mean i guess i could i could build like an inner wall and then it would basically would probably become a uh oh what are those chambers called where you uh where you can't get any kind of radio signal in <laughs> Oh, like a Faraday cage? A Faraday but, cage. That's what I was trying to yeah. mention. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, it's been fun. And uh so like like uh you were saying, uh, it'll probably continue to evolve as uh you know, maybe as I, I get some more cool things to put in the background. I think uh, some more lights are gonna be coming in. So maybe it'll be a little bit better illuminated. But yeah, so that's been my May I recommend Legos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Really? I wouldn't yeah. have thought that you'd recommend something like that. I know, seriously, where did that come from? But but uh, uh, yeah. yeah, that's fun. And the only Legos I, like I, I actually I actually found when I was moving out here because we had to we had to move a lot of stuff out of the shed, and I had my like red Lego like actual branded box that I would put my best builds in when I was a kid, and it was in here. And I had I had I actually made an X wing fighter that oh, cool. turned out really well, and unfortunately, it's kind of in pieces. But uh, yeah, I. I Cause that was, that's the thing about Legos right now is that everything is kind of built for you. And back when mm-hmm. I was really into Legos and I, I mean, my brother and I had a lot of Legos, but there oh, weren't yeah. really yeah. like theme sets. You basically just had like a space, like they kind of had their own brand well, of things or they had I, like the town series that was just more of like civilian vehicles yeah. and firefighting and stuff like that. No, you know what they had, they had theme sets like that, but what they, they, what they didn't have were the, numerous number of like specialized pieces that right they have exactly now. like exactly now it, it's cool because all lego pieces work with each other like there's mm-hmm. no such thing as a lego piece that doesn't connect to a different lego piece um but i just i and and personally i think that lego got a went a little bit uh they 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 let the pen, pendulum swing a little bit too yeah, far i would agree with over that. to this because you know like we would have you know a big gigantic robot lego when we were kids but it would be made up of gigantic square blocks and right, like exactly you know maybe you couldn't move the arms but that's okay because kids have these things what are they called oh right imagination imagination that um you know that uh at some point and I don't want to go like all grumpy old man here, but at some point, kids forgot <laughs> how to my forget how, They forgot how to play. You know, you could go out I back agree. and you could pick up a stick and it would be like an M16 and you would be like shooting down like the commies because we grew up in the 80s. Because <laughs> we grew up, um, in, so, <laughs> we grew up during know. the Cold War. 
Right, right. So I mean, like, yeah, but anyway, um, that being said, <laughs> um, it, it's cool. I like I like seeing. And by the way, I should actually point out that this is our first uh, Doubting Thomas technically since coming back from hiatus. Right. So, um, you know, we did actually have that hi hiatus that went from like, I don't know. We the original intention was to do it through the month of July, but it kind of bled over into July a little bit and kind of kind of vomited out into August a little bit. It's so, just a little bit, but that's um, okay. But no, it but was roughly 30 with days. And we actually yeah, we're back with a vengeance, and we actually did during hiatus pre-record a bunch of videos. Mm -hmm. So we actually were able to feed you just a little bit of content um while we were on hiatus. Just, so you might not have taste. even noticed. Just the just taste, taste to keep you coming back. Mm -hmm. but um one of the things that we have started doing by the way since we came back from hiatus we've done two of these so far and you know we're shooting for about a one a month but we've started vlogging on the patreon channel which is to say we've done um well the the two that we've done so far um uh, because it's only been two months was what was the first one i don't even <laughs> remember we did um i did a video on my trip to samsung unpacked mm -hmm. um that came out to about 15 minutes long and i did another video and for the life of me i cannot <laughs> it's so terrible it's so terrible um no but we did we've done Was this a the couple video of that those... you, where you were at great america <clears throat> i don't think so did i do one where we were at great america maybe we maybe should I've, oh I've... no 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 i remember you know what it was it was uh showing where i do my nighttime video my nighttime photo shoots oh that's right i do remember that's that. right that's right well and it should also be mentioned that i have a couple of other uh, a, a couple of other videos recorded and ready to go in the can so when i can't remember what the videos are about it's <laughs> mostly that i can't remember which ones i've released right, right so um it's not that you know i don't remember the videos at all but we've actually gotten a good response from the two that we've put out and actually there's another one going out probably in the next couple of days so um our new patron Hey, let's go ahead and do that while we're here. Our yeah. new patron, Albert Minning, will very much enjoy that um, that uh, that new video. <laughs> will very much enjoy that new video that will be coming out to the Patreon exclusive. And um, we've also been a lot better, a lot better about releasing um, our YouTube videos to patrons. Um, to give them a little bit like 24 right. hour, 48 hour uh, early access so they can see, uh, they can say, I saw the latest benefit of the doubt video before you did. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and you get all the bragging points that go along with that. So, yeah. So th whew. thank you. Thank you, Albert, for, uh, for joining yep. our patron. And uh, yeah, you know, you, if you guys join if you're, if you're looking for some exclusive benefit yep. of the doubt podcast content exclusive and early access and so, and I early mean, access, right. yeah so um patreon.com slash benefit of the doubt and we thank you um but cliff your 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 she shed renovation is uh not the only thing that we want it's to true. talk about here um you also made a 
I don't know. I don't, I don't want to call it controversial, but an interesting decision um, regarding some of your PC hardware recently. And right. I wanted to uh, I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about that. So uh, what did you do? What what did you do? What did I do right now? Well, my dog so... is like cowering and walking away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a bad dog. What is wrong? So I uh, probably I guess it's been. It was a 2000, not, not, um, it was a, an eighth generation. I'm, I'm kind of trying to place how long I get, but I have a workstation that I used for years that uh, has, uh, it's a, an HP ZBook, uh, full, uh, ZBook Studio. And in that nomenclature means that with the studio, it's got a touchscreen and then it's also a uh, two-in-one so it can fold okay. over. I don't know why you would ever want to do that with that laptop because it's, it's got... Uh, it's a 15.6 inch laptop and it does support a Wacom uh, stylus that it came with, but it's, it's probably five pounds and it's a big screen. Uh, but when I, I purchased a, um, a Macintosh, a, a power, a, a MacBook pro. And so that, that, that uh, HP Z book had kind of just been sitting off to the side, collecting dust and, and something that I've done, probably over the last 10 years is just every once once in a while i've dabbled in linux and started with uh ubuntu uh probably like release i think it started with like a release 11 and they're now i know they're past release 20 it's got to be 22 or 23 but those are version numbers that they they release uh at least they the cadence that ubuntu would do uh is is two a year i think it's still that way and one is a uh, an LTS, which is long-term support, meaning if you have that on your laptop, you'll continue to get updates with it for a longer period of time. Something that's really good for like enterprise, for example, oh, okay. you know, if they're, yeah, looking, yeah, if they're yeah. looking for something a little longer term. So anyway, with that said, it's been a long time since I have installed Linux on anything. <laughs> if I'm not, in, you know, including Chrome OS or um, Android or used a Linux machine, I should say. Uh, so right, yeah, I, right. so this is this is kind of where the journey began for me because the landscape has changed a lot. Ubuntu back in the day was kind of the my choice because it was one of the few that out of the box had um, driver support that was that was pretty good and and a yeah, user interface yeah. that was relatively easy to use. It was very similar to um, in terms of the setup to Windows. Um, Mm-hmm. But Ubuntu, it, I was gonna say, and it came. Ubuntu came with a lot of extra utilities that you right. would uh, you would otherwise have to install separately, like um, LibreOffice, I believe Le- it was LibreOffice. Um, of course, everything was open source. <clears throat> yeah. So did it come with the, GIMP? Uh, usually Firefox. What's that? Yeah, Firefox. Did it come with GIMP too, or did you have to install no, it separately? No, not out. Of, but okay. but here's the thing: they they also had what I would call a. Uh, similar to an app store, right? It was a, repo- uh, a repository of Linux apps that were yeah, most, yeah, mostly yeah. open source uh, that you can install like you can't, you can't in the Windows store. Otherwise, you would have to go into the command line and you know right. have it go in and fetch those individually, which... Pseudo, back then, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, pseudo, and you still had yada, to do yada, that yada, for yada. some things like uh, if you want a GPU acceleration, you'd have to go and install that separately. That was... I wouldn't call it the bad old days, but it definitely made, you know, not, it's not something that the average person would or should right. have used as like mm-hmm. their main machine. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think you, there are, there, but here's the thing now, there are so many different flavors of, of Linux that 
have a lot of that support built in and have an app store and have uh, a different look, a different look and feel depending on uh, which shell you have on top of it. I think the one that Ubuntu typically uses is GNOME. I forget what the other one is. Um, but GNOME is what, what I'm using. What I decided to install on this laptop is, is, is based on. And so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying to like, consolidate this into something that makes sense i think it's just it's it's an interesting experiment to see if i can try to at least with some of my design work and maybe even podcasting and things like that use a linux machine i i don't think i'm going to be able to for at least for, for our video stuff be able to do uh the video side of it because right now we're like the webcam that we use uses a windows or mac only software solution that has the artificial intelligence in it that's doing all the work. It would still show up as a webcam, but it would there would be no way to like crop in on it and get all the, the nice little extra effects. So I guess yeah. you, can, you could just use the built-in webcam. So what I what I landed on, I went in, I did some research. I watched quite a few different you uh YouTube videos to kind of figure out what the landscape was like now and what would be the best choice for the machine that I wanted to install it on and also um what software it had access to and, and for the purpose of that laptop, right? So what I landed on was Pop! OS by System76. Now, if you haven't heard of System76, they started out and still are um, one of the few hardware companies out there that build specifically Linux machines. So they, oh, sell, okay. they sell laptops, they sell desktops, uh, they sell servers. I think they even sell like little mini computers too. And... right. It used to be that I, I can't remember what they came with back in the day as far as the, the the Linux that they shipped, but they've come out with their own flavor of Linux that's based on Ubuntu called Pop! OS. Okay. And it's based, I think the current version is based on Ubuntu 20 dot whatever it is. It's the, and it's the long-term support version. But what's nice okay. about Pop! OS is that it's got the NVIDIA drivers and AMD drivers in built into the system out of the box. And it has the things that you'd expect now, like um, an app store that it, that has both paid and open source application. And so the the installation process was really easy. It really wasn't any different than um, building a you know downloading an ISO and, and um, installing it onto a uh, making an installation USB stick just like you would with uh, just like you would with Windows if you were flashing. Just about anything else, yeah. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the installation went really well. I didn't have any hiccups. And uh, here's the great thing. I mean, if you really want to for just basic design software, uh, two, two out of the three things that I use all the time are, or three things that I use all the time personally with my design work are Photoshop, Illustrator, and InDesign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And available from the pop os store you can get gimp and you can get inkscape uh which which would okay. be the photoshop and illustrator equivalents. Uh, re equivalents respectively and they offer support for psds like the proprietary file formats uh for photoshop and then and ai files illustrator files um so you can edit them and also save back to that file format so that if you need to share it with somebody who's using adobe it's there uh, the layout software was a little harder to find a replacement for. I, I, I still haven't landed on what like my ultimate replacement for that will, would be. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is an interesting experiment. Um, if you want, yeah. I can actually share. Let's see here. I'm going to share a tab just to show you System76's website. Okay. And maybe just give you a little bit of... um. So out of curiosity, and I, I sure. don't think you have answered this question yet, but what made you want to install Linux in the first place? Was it just kind of curiosity? Curiosity, or... mostly. Yeah. I, okay. I am... Uh, the thing is, I, I, uh, I hate to... This is a little personal, but I lost my job, right? Mm, okay. uh, I was I was let go, and so because of that, it might. Well, I wasn't sure thinking, if you wanted to talk about that, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Uh, yeah. So with that, I'm like, well, I don't have a lot of income coming in. Why not use this time to see what's out there in, in the open source market? Um, sure. Okay. So that that was one of the progenitors. That's one of the things that made me think about it. Right? Are you actually? Let's see. Uh, we I'll just need bring to you up here, Mr. Show, show on. on there we go. Yeah, so this is System76's ah, okay. main website. So as you can see, laptops, de- uh, desktops, so they actually sell pre-built with, and they have workstations and like ultra-portable laptops that ship with uh, Pop! OS. Well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. In fact, no. they, ha- they even what have is- uh, flavors oh, of mechanical ahead. keyboard. <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> Uh, what did you, what what hardware did you end up installing your build on? So this this uh, Hewlett Packard laptop, it, like I said, it's the ZBook Studio Generation Five. Okay. Um, oh, you did and, mention that. I'm sorry. That's okay, but I didn't. So the internals are. Uh, it's got 16 gigabytes of RAM. It is an eighth gen. Uh, it's actually a Xeon processor, which which is, you know, marketed towards servers, but it's basically the equivalent of of a Core i7. Uh, okay. Yeah. Just there's some there's some. Uh, things that are kind of a pain in the ass about having a Xeon-based laptop, like the fact that you have to use ECC RAM. They're they're sold in matched pairs. That's error-correcting error RAM. Basically, it's more of what you find mm. in like servers and workstations. Okay. It's good if you're if you're doing a lot of like uh if I was using that to 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 do like uh software builds, if I was uh I forget what that's called, but but, yeah, but building a piece of a program after I'd done the code for it uh it can it can make your system a little bit more stable but it's also more expensive so i had thought about upgrading the ram to 32 gigabytes and then i just never got around to it i did stick because it had a space for an extra uh nvme ssd so i doubled my storage from 512 gigabytes to okay uh a terabyte but yeah so i mean it's it's still i mean because the eighth generation of intel processors processors were the first to offer quad core which is why now if you uh, want to install, I believe it's Windows 11. You can't install it on anything under. I think it's it's either seventh gen or eighth generation Intel hardware. Yeah, uh, I don't remember what the limitations are right. on that offhand. And then this laptop has NVIDIA, an NVIDIA Quadro GPU, which is Quadro is is again something you find in in like uh, workstations. It's more mm-hmm. like the the enterprise or or it's not not gaming oriented, although it it will do games. So. That's one of the reasons I, I I decided to go with Pop OS from System seventy six is because like I said it has I don't have to go out and find drivers and then hope that it works and install it through the command line and all the things that you know making for some people uh, Linux a turnoff right right um, and I could have if I'd wanted to uh, done a dual boot where I have Windows and 
Linux on it. But you know, that machine just had so much cruft from like the four years of using it as my main machine for designing, especially when I was working from home that I just thought, let's just do a clean install. Typically okay. when you do that, you know, just wipe everything off and, and have it go from there. It's, it's just, it just, it just felt better. It's kind of like when you clean, when you go into a new house and you just clean everything for the first time and it just feels so much better. I don't know if that's a, mm -hmm. okay. So going back. Yeah, to no, the, I, I see where you're going with that. Right. <laughs> and especially, I mean, I, if it was my only machine, I probably would have done a dual boot with Windows 11. And and this, okay. this shows you how long it had been since I'd really done anything with this, with this machine because it still had Windows 10 on it. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> looking through, you know, we could watch videos if we want to, but... We don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so... I'm, so I'm how's it been? Yeah, it's, that's yeah. I think that's the main thing we want to talk about, right? Uh so the installation, like I like I said, was uh, relatively easy. The one thing which I did have to do, which is pretty much uh, what you have to do with every laptop if you're installing the the non-native or the the OS that came with your machine, you have to turn off uh, UEFI, which is is basically like a security um, thing that that is on top of the BIOS. Okay, and and in order because it it basically is, it's always actively checking like at a hardware level to make sure you're not hacked and things like that. And I am not a <laughs> an expert on any of this, but I'm just kind of yeah. giving you the simplified yeah. version of it, right? So you have to go in and disable yeah, yeah. that, so it kind of defaults back to uh, an older version of the BIOS, and you go in and you uh, tell it to boot from the USB stick, and then it and and then it just installs the the operating system. So it was, I mean. It, and I, I chose to just format it all and, and and start from there. So yeah, the installation was easy. And then I was able to install GIMP and uh, Inkscape through the okay. uh, App Store. Okay. And the UI is pretty cool. I mean, it's got, a, a, you know, they, they tend to, with GNOME as an example, is, is very similar to Windows in terms of the fact that it has a, a place where your apps live that you go and find them. Um, yeah, like an app drawer type. Right, thing. exactly. And then it's similar to Mac OS in that the instead of having the the time and 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 things like your your, the, your quick actions for your Bluetooth and all that that lives up on the top right. On the top, okay. But it it doesn't take much time to to you know find your familiarity. And honestly, I feel like for most people, uh, if if you're if you if all you like like as an example doing what you do right where you're writing you could yeah. easily make a linux based machine your main machine i i really right. i mean using gimp gimp is 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 not pretty <laughs> the user no. interface i mean because it's you know it's it's developed by a community and it does it doesn't have that polish but um you know it's yeah. still extremely powerful and there are some other applications out there the other thing that you can consider doing although I didn't have any luck with this uh, with Adobe applications so far, but there is a basically it does this. Uh, it's called Wine, and I forget. Yeah, it's a Windows emulator, isn't it? It's not an emulator, but but it's it's kind of like um, I'm trying to kind of like an installation it? layer. Wine? Yeah, exactly. Wine actually. Yeah. What does Wine stand for. I want to look that up here. Yeah. Okay. But it's an acronym. Yep. Fine. Wine is not an emulator. 
Yes. <laughs> That's perfect. Yes. That is just delightful. Thank you very much, Wine, for coming up with that acronym <laughs> because that is awesome. I knew uh, it was something like that because I was like, it's not an emulator. And I know people that are not but, an emulator. right. Basically, it's yeah. it's uh it's something that allows you to do the Windows executable on top of Linux and, and yeah um, allows you to launch it. But it it's uh it's a little beyond me right now and and i'm not sure i want to spend the time when i'm when i've got so much other stuff going on but yeah it has been an interesting experience it's something that i used to dabble in a lot and i i think for me the thing that really um i love about linux from like um supporting people kind of standpoint is that you know windows is a relatively as is mac os they're both pretty heavy heady heavy operating systems right you yeah. can run linux and, and bring a modern up-to-date os on cheap hardware or older hardware that's one of the reasons like i'm using this this machine let's see where we're on what uh generation 13 about to be 14 of intel's intel uh core pro or whatever they're i don't know if they're calling them core anymore but they're they're processors right uh, yeah so this technically would be six years old now almost this machine okay. that i have and yet yeah. it feels really really snappy with with pop os nice running on it so yeah it's it's Very been cool. a little fun tinkering experiment i've had a little extra time due to the circumstances i referred to before um yeah so yeah i cool. i really i like it so so think about it as an example uh not necessarily for someone like me that's doing like graphic design and things like that but a church uh schools that don't have a lot, especially private schools that don't have a lot of money or an elderly person and all they really do is just browse the web and things like that right that has everything that you really need whether it's LibreOffice, which is which is an open source alternative to microsoft office and just mm -hmm. like I, with uh gimp and with uh, inkscape will open up microsoft and write to uh word document file you know docx files yeah. for example but you know and there's yeah. alternatives for the rest of, of the microsoft office suite so if a person yeah, has or, or if you're like me and you use google docs i mean that's right all right you're working in, in the browser. browser anyway right exactly yeah. and i mean linux support is a lot better than it used to be from from third-party companies i'm using edge on linux oh cool okay so that's i was nice. able to bring over all of my bookmarks and everything bookmarks in, and Right. And you can download nice. uh, Chromium, which is the open source version of Chrome, if you mm -hmm. want to, Firefox. Uh, so, again, you're, you're really not losing anything. And uh, at least with Pop! OS, and I'm sure this is the case with um, a lot of different flavors of Linux, you can integrate uh, your cloud storage, like whether it's Google Drive or um, some of the others, like Dropbox, some of the other solutions that are out there. And it actually, yeah, yeah. It, when, when you're onboarding onto the OS, it asks for your name and passwords if you want to integrate that into the operating system, your cloud storage. Cool. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's awesome. It's come a long way in 10 years. And uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, the last time I tried to run Linux on anything was good Lord. I'm uh, probably <laughs> about 10 years, honestly. Right. Um, you know, the things that I, the, the impressions that I took from it was once you got stuff installed, you were fine. Mm -hmm. But if you ever wanted to install anything new, my God, it was, it was such a, it was such a, a, 
a, a hassle and like you had to sudo everything yes like you had to su do super, super user is what that yeah. super user do is what that means mm -hmm. and like and and the thing was like you know i i remember thinking at the time like if i have to be a super user to do everything then what's the point of not being a super user? Like what's the t point of ever not typing sudo before any other command? Right. Um, but work, uh, working in the command line in general is just less than ideal unless you're just somebody yeah. who really, who really likes working in the command line. And which I cool. do. I mean, like I, I, I admit I can nerd out in a command line if I want to. But, I mean, I use, uh, I use, you yeah. know, DOS based computers forever <laughs> yeah. yep. or, yep, or even uh, the Commodore 64 OS, you know, which was also oh. a command line. Uh, cool. before windows but yeah so i but that's the thing i mean there's there's a version of Linux called elementary os that um really apes the simplicity and beauty um and some of the philosophies of mac os yeah okay mac os by the way which actually runs on dolphin which, <clears throat> which is a unix certified but still linux kernel so even right. mac os you know like android is, is based off of a version of linux yeah so well, it's, it's, it's cool it's in more places than you than you i mean what what was it that uh blackberry uh owned that it was it was blackberry os that ran on their tablet and and their last handsets uh mm. before they switched to android and i cannot remember the name of it but that was you know that the main the main customers for that company that they purchased that blackberry os was based on was actually automotive customers for that like the enter entertainment systems Mm, so okay. Linux is even okay. in your car, most likely, yeah. right now. Nice. So. Well, and you know that's cool, and and I'm glad that you decided to tackle this because you know honestly, because why not? You know, it, it's right. it's exactly. the kind of it's the kind of nerdy thing that you can do, especially when you have a little bit of extra free time on your hands. And I think this is something that you know we're going to want to circle back on, you know, in a few months right. and see mm -hmm. how it's going, you know. But you know, just for uh, you know, for your initial thoughts, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for sharing those, and uh, you know, good luck to you. And don't forget, <laughs> I, pseudo all the things. I don't know why that. I like to write exactly. I don't know why I like to 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 make things difficult for myself. I've tried podcasting on a on a on a Chromebook. It can be done, but again, not as easy as it would be on other machines but i really i'm gonna do my best to try to do this that we're doing right now from that let's ahp do it, baby yeah let's do it let's see what happens it should be mm -hmm. fun but and the, but that'll be a different podcast down the line because for now that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast please consider subscribing to this podcast if you liked it and if you really enjoyed it i would love it if you would write a review for the show wherever you happen to be listening to this on and if you're watching this on youtube click that subscribe button so you can be no notified of new episodes and reviews as they drop and if you want some early access just like our new friend Albert, just like our new friend Albert Minnie. My God, I'm so I'm such a I'm. You We're know sorry, what? Albert. Just, we love y'all. I'm gonna guys. go. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, uh, da, no. da. Just like our new friend Albert. I'm sorry, it's been a week, guys. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, just like our new friend Albert, go to Patreon.com/slash/benefit of the doubt, and I will forget your name in the future. But for now, I'd like to thank Cliff Thomas for all of his hard work behind the scenes and for giving us the rundown of his new Linux build. But most of all, and as always. I would like to thank you for listening and for giving us the benefit of the doubt. <laughs>